Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE, supplying power to the Good Neighbor Station and to all of our Murfreesboro City schools, and that's where we're going to go in conversation. Lisa Trail joins us, Murfreesboro City Schools, and uh, gosh, uh, kiddos are enjoying Thanksgiving week, week. How about that? Thanksgiving week is off this week, this year uh, for our students and our teachers. Uh, it was a decision we made last year when we were doing the calendar, and I think everyone is loving it. Uh, it was always a hard week for us in school anyway yeah. because uh, some parents want to go ahead and leave the weekend before the holiday. Uh, just attendance was very poor, and it was really hard for uh, teachers to kind of get a momentum going and then stop. So this is actually was um, part of the teacher advisory council request was to look at whether we could do an entire week off for Thanksgiving, uh, really to for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard for them to come in and teach two days and be off three. And that's kind of what we looked at. So it has worked really nicely. So how was that accomplished? Because you basically just added two extra days to that. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. you have to make up those two days somewhere in the calendar. You do. And the way Christmas and New Year's fell this year, it's a kind of was easy to do. Um, So you just have to, we have a certain amount of days we have to be in school and you kind of have to work around that. Um, That's the reason every once in a while you see that we start school on July 31st. no one wants to start on July 31st. The August 1st sounds so much better. But so we really have to work that calendar to make sure that we have the in-service days in there, that we build in snow days, because everybody wants those snow days, um, and um, that we have enough instruction days. And we did really try to do those instruction days back to back to back. So, for instance, um, instead of taking off on a Tuesday, we are if we're doing an in-service, we're trying to do those on Mondays. Now, we also had to work around the calendar as far as we had some elections this year to work around. And because our schools are used as some polling sites, then we do have to make sure that we keep that in mind. Yeah. So there's a whole there's a whole team that builds that calendar. And then we present it to the school board. And then the school board gives us feedback. And then we'll approve it. So, in fact, we're in the process of that now for next year because everybody's trying to plan that fall break already oh of course yeah <laughs> fall fall break is is a biggie i'm sure mm-hmm. so the the number of school days whatever that number is not to put you on the spot and i <laughs> that i don't think that's as important as the question here but you said you you build in snow days so if you had no snow and went every day would you go maybe a few days extra is that what or or because if you didn't um, use your snow so days, so we have or the those... snow days built into the to the calendar because you never know what the weather is going to right. pull in. Um, your question is: if we don't use our snow days, yeah, then nothing the- happens. But could you theoretically go more, more than you than, have to? Yes. So okay. if we if so, we have nine snow days right now set aside. If we went to ten, eleven, twelve, we would have to adjust. Gotcha. So some of that adjustment would be with those teacher. Uh, in-service days or things like that mm-hmm. um and we just kind of work it around it if, if it was horrible we'd have to really really look at it but we have a little bit of flexibility on that yeah. and we have to you know make sure it 
works well with the state of Tennessee as well. Absolutely. I was a a poorly phrased question. But you, <laughs> I'm like, okay, what are you, you asking? You here? got you got to what I was asking yeah. because you know uh, I always hear when my kids were little and it snowed on a Saturday. Well, that's a wasted snow day, and I'm going to have to go to school <laughs> extra. But they, and they already knew that, and so that's what was in my mind. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, snow days are just kind of this phenomenon. Yeah. You know, like, where do they come from and how many do we have and all that? Well, I know that it, it means a lot of work for me and I'm certain it means a lot of work for you, snow days. Uh, definitely. And very early Definitely. Work too. Very early, early days on those snow days. And we have such a great um, partnership with our police department and our street department. And there's so many people that actually have input as to whether we can go to school or not. So it's not just us trying to make a decision, looking out our front door. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Lisa Trail with Murfreesboro City Schools is with us and uh, Christmas break. You've already kind of uh, touched on that, but that's coming up. It's always uh, a good time, but the the time in between, and it's got a week off here and then make that push to end the first semester in December it's important that um, you mention attendance. It's important to be in the seats every day. It really is. And we really push that this year. Attendance uh, every day matters. Um, if you're sick, no, it you don't have to come to school for sure. But if you're sick one day and well, the next day we need to have you in class. We really watched the pattern um, over the past three years. We've gotten used to having quarantines or I might be sick, so I need to stay home and all that kind of stuff that kind of we got in a new mindset. And we really have to change that to say we have to be in school every day because a teacher doesn't have time to do the work that they're doing that day and then try to make up work for a child who's missed two or three days. It's just almost impossible because you you miss that motion. You miss the conversation during the day. You miss the questions maybe that a peer asked that you wouldn't think to ask or the teacher wouldn't have necessarily uh, uh, taught if the question hadn't have been asked. So having those, the children in the seats every day, having our teachers ready to go every day, having our central office folks ready to go every day, it matters. And we just keep pushing that and saying, we need to be here. We need to support our teachers. We need to support our children. We need to ha- give them the best learning environment possible. And that means that you have all of your children in your seats, in class, your teachers up there and teaching, and we're ready to go when the bell rings. Absolutely. Um, something that uh, was on our website back uh, October 21st, it was about the uh, City Schools Hall of Fame, Murfreesboro City Schools Hall of Fame, and this is uh, the first year, and my goodness, what a who's who of, of folks there. Oh I mean, just many of the schools are named after these I folks. know, I know. So we had our celebration last Wednesday. It was such a wonderful crowd of people because we're honoring such amazing individuals who really did change the lives of thousands of students in our schools so we had uh, can i just list the names sure. i want to read them off so i don't forget anyone i don't think i would as much as i've read about these people but i, I could always miss ruth bowden of course we have bowden preschool that was named after her she was really just so insightful as to what we needed to do with our youngest children, those before they ever got to the classroom, those three and four year olds. So really pushing that preschool whenever preschool wasn't really even a thing. So I, amazing lady. And from what I can tell and what I hear, just just a great educator and a great community member. Uh, Mr. Uh, Baxter Hobgood, of course we have Hobgood Elementary School named after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baxter Hobgood, again, I got to do all the history and research on these. 
had to be so intelligent, so intelligent. And uh, he and Norman Vincent Peale, there's an entire uh, story about the, the to- two of them meeting and the comparisons between the two. So that was really cool to um, really read about as well. Dr. D. Doyle, a great principal that was at, actually at Reeves Rogers for about 30 years, I think. And she was Tennessee Teacher of the Year. And I mean, just all of these things that you hear about her in the classroom, as well as when she became an administrator and a principal. So uh, just was thrilled to meet her uh, last week as well. Uh, Dr. John Hodge Jones. Dr. Jones was able to join us and his family last Wednesday. So I was so glad to see him. Again, when you talk about those people who had a insight for what the future of education was going to look like. I think Dr. Jones is it. I mean, some of the things that he did during his tenure, not only with Murfreesboro City Schools, but with the state as well, um, ESP was Dr. Jones's vision. He saw that people were working and for us to be able to uh, get our kids to school on time, we needed that before school and after school programs going on. So uh, just, again, wow. things that we take for granted now someone had to think about and they didn't just have to think about it they had to figure out how to make it work and i think esp is one of the strongest things that murfreesboro city schools has to offer for those working parents um dr um sorry emma g rogers roberts i don't think she's a doctor but i'll give it to her right there (laughs) uh she was a principal uh she was the first african-american educator named to the tennessee teachers hall of fame just a delightful lady uh who created friendships in Murfreesboro that people still talk about. Uh, so love, love getting to know more about her. Helen Margaret Salisbury, uh, she was actually the supervisor of instruction for Murfreesboro City Schools when she retired. It, to sit on the committee and to hear uh, past educators yeah. just reminisce about these ladies, just it's amazing. Uh, it's it's too bad that they don't get to hear about that in person. So uh, Bertha Snowden, she was a principal. She was uh, a beloved principal at Mitchell Nelson. Uh, she was one of the ones who helped Mitchell Nelson Primary become uh, their, you know, it was just once just the elementary and then they added that new site, which so you have primary on one side of the road and elementary on the other side. She really led that pro- uh, process and um had apparently one of the strongest PTAs ever known. Like the PTA was amazing at that point. Mary Scales, Mary was a teacher. Uh, Most people may not know that she was a teacher before most people know her from um, her days on the city council. She, Scales Elementary, named after her and her husband. Um, Mary, again, Madeline Scales Harris, that's Mary is her mom. Mm-hmm. So just this legacy of education and the support for the community. So it was great to honor her. Mary Wade. Mary Wade was uh, on our school board, uh, served as our school board chair for years and years. She was the first African-American elected school board member in Murfreesboro. And that's that's amazing that you have to think yes, about that. I... Wow. Oh, didn't even think about that. Uh, Mary was uh, chair whenever I started working for the city schools. And just a great, great lady to work with. Uh, so kind, so kind. Um, so I think I hit everyone. If I missed anyone, I'm going to go back and make sure of it. Um, oh, wait, Miss Catherine Simpson. Simpson. Did mm-hmm. I say her name? I don't know. I don't think <gasps> so. Miss Mary looking. Catherine yeah. Simpson. Oh, she was there Wednesday night, too. Mary Catherine was 
the cafeteria manager at Reeves Rogers Elementary for over 30 years. I received more nominations for her than anyone else. It was delightful to read about her home cooking and the meals she would make during these like Thanksgiving breaks and Christmas breaks and and just the people that she influenced. And that just goes to show it's not just about the classroom teacher. It takes an entire community to uh, really run a school district. So sorry about that, Miss Simpson, for leaving you out. I was going through my mind. I was afraid I was going to do that. The inaugural class. Uh, we've got a story on our website as well from uh, City Schools about this. So uh, if you search for uh, Murfreesboro City Schools Hall of Fame, it'll pop up there and you can read uh, a lot more about those inductees. And you had the ceremony on the 16th at Bradley, I think, at right? At Bradley, yes. Yeah. So uh, an awesome event, and it's the first being inaugural it's the first ever so that means i'm sure preparations are being thought about at least for next year absolutely um so the nominations for the next year's class will go out in the summer definitely we'll send press releases out and everything but i had a lot of people after we announced uh to call me and say what about this person and that person and i'm like absolutely excellent people to nominate but i need you to nominate them because that's you know I'm, I'm just taking the nominations, not creating them. Right. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Uh, I think now that we have it going, we'll see a lot more uh, nominations. And we have received a lot this time. So this was 10 that we chose, but it, we received a lot more nominations. And those that weren't chosen this year will be uh, added to the selection pool again next year. Very good. Very neat stuff there. Yeah. And um, I guess uh, enjoy the Thanksgiving break and gosh, we'll be talking Christmas break soon. So yeah, can I grab Discovery School before yes, we get you off? Yes, need to do that. Okay, yep. so Discovery School applications are now open. I know I've been talking fast, Brian. I've got <laughs> a lot okay. to cover here right before Thanksgiving. So Discovery School is now accepting their applications for the 23-24 school year. This is for kindergarten students through sixth grade students. To be eligible for kindergarten, you have to have your birthday before August 15th. So you have to be five before August 15th. But the applications are not just for kindergarten. If you have a second grader and you want to apply for third grade, now's the time to do that as well. Um, there's not as many openings, but there are openings because people move in and out for sure. And um, just make sure you get that in there. Everything you need to know about the application process is on the Discovery School website, or you can go to the City Schools website. They do have uh, a couple of open houses coming up. Uh, one is Friday, December 9th. So that would be the Friday after, that's three weeks from now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then Monday, December 12th. So one is in during the day and one is at night. So if you want to know more about Discovery, you want to figure out maybe if your child is a good uh, fit for Discovery School, go to the website first, kind of read about Discovery and what all they're doing and what your child would need to do. Um, and then visit us during those open houses. If those two times don't meet your schedule, if you work all day or, or work at nighttime, something happens, uh, just call the Discovery School and they'll arrange for a personal tour. Okay, very okay. good. Mm -hmm. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And we'll see you soon. All right, bye-bye. That's uh, Lisa Trail joining us with Murfreesboro City Schools today on Rutherford Issues. And that will do it for our program. Thank you so very much for being a part of it today. And we'll see you back here next time.